0: You're wasting all your
1: time and money on models. Hey, what you have. Hello everyone and welcome to Model Club TV, episode 46. Scott, my co-host, Scott Johansson, how are you sir?
2: I'm not lovely today.
1: <laughs> You're in a mood. You're in a rare grumpy no. Gus. This is in a rare mood. mood.
3: Okay. You call me anytime I call you, you give me the same attitude.
1: I do not. I do yes. Not. What? I just, I just what do you want? You. That's how I never say what do you want. How are you? What's wrong? Do you need a hug? No. <laughs> oh, it's been a couple of weeks.
3: It sure has.
1: It sure has. It's been a couple of weeks. Um I feel like everything's Happening at once. And it kind of is.
2: Sure is. Sure is.
1: So uh, my first question to you is, did you watch The Batman?
2: No. (sighs) Anyway. I've been busy. (laughs) I wrote until my garden
3: today.
1: Um, That was today. What about the other 14 days? I had printer issues. I'm printing. I had printer issues. I work. What, What do you want from me? I work. I had printer issues, and I still managed to watch a movie. Ah, yes. Hello, everyone. It's good to be here with you. Yeah. Episode what are you forty-six. Drinking? Coffee out of my thermos. Antique thermos. Aren't you going to show it? Mm.
2: Nobody really cares.
3: Everyone cares.
1: You got to murder someone with this if you wanted to. Just beat him to death. Um. All right. I did watch something. I started watching. I haven't finished yet. I started watching Black Sunday which is a movie I have never watched, which everyone is probably like, why hasn't Jason seen that classic old Italian horror movie? And it is fantastic. I got, I was <laughs> going to finish it tonight. Probably it's on Joe Bob Briggs, uh, the last drive-in on shutter. And it's great hearing all the cool facts about it, but it brings me to a question. Vin's kits. If anyone knows, cause he had that black Sunday kit and I kind of really want that now. And if anyone has one of those for sale, or if anyone knows, if anyone's doing anything with Vin's stuff, I'd I'd love to know. Vin from Resin you. Crypt. Yep, Vin from uh, Resin Crypt. So, Black Sunday, great movie. News and reviews, Scott. You ready? We're jumping
2: right in. We're going. We're going. We're going. just,
3: just, just going.
1: Boom! We're gonna blow this boom. one. Out. All I right, feel like John Madden. Here we go! Boom! News and reviews. Uh, first things first. Um. Wouldn't first of, things always be first? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
3: that,
1: kind a, of a that is thing. a really dumb, stupid saying. First things first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse and GarageKids.us and I just saw today, right before we came on, uh, Monster Dork not going to Wonderfest. So if you are interested in any of their kits or are saving money for any of their stuff, I would reach out to them either before or after Wonderfest. So... Kind of stinks. Uh, Carl said he is Carl from Monster or from Monster Dork is going to be there on Saturday, but he's just not going as a producer. And it sounds like Ed Bradley is going to have his table where he normally is. So if you're looking for where Ed Bradley's at, and I think Eric Askew is with him as well, which brings me to and I'm going to skip one here. Eric Askew, this is his Black Panther I saw posted today that he was working on and showed us when we had him on as a guest. Oh, I I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't know what the details are here, but this looks like the finished product. And I just saw this again, too, right before we came on, and it looks pretty cool. Good job, Eric. Well done. Well done. Well done.
2: Spell his name right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What
1: is that? Just asking. I bought something. A little louder. I don't think they heard you on the West Coast. I bought the Vampirella kit from X Plus. And Where did you get that? I got this from Cult TV
2: Man. Uh, I haven't even opened it yet. You're no button, so we'll just do this.
1: Yeah, I, I pointed. I have a sticker right there. I found. So I bought uh, the Vampirella kit, and where's my knife? I lost my knife. Oh, there's
2: my knife. Look, we'll i out come of out focus again.
1: Something's going on. So I'm gonna crack this open live on air. I'm probably making Scott cry because you know. He likes his Minton box.
3: I won't cry until you, like, zip your finger
1: open or something. (laughs) Not happening. So, first things first. Did it again. I like this matte box.
2: That's a cool box. It's a really nice box. Why are you laughing? Yeah, boxes Boxes are great. Boxes are great when they're done well. So, inside? Venturelle? I'm not gonna open the bags. Yeah. I was. I'm wondering how the legs are. Where are they up, oh, yep, right down the side. Okay. So that's pretty
1: Wait, let me get the face in there. I'm not gonna even bother turning on the overhead cam today. There's the face. Directions and a base. That's a nice little kit.
2: Directions? What are you gonna do with those? I don't know. You don't read the directions
3: on anything else, you Uh, buy. Yes, I do. Really? What's the second thing that Ender Pro
2: 3 says? Uh, I don't know. Mm, Something about switching the power. uh... (laughs) You're mean. You're being mean. I don't like your mean, grumpy attitude today.
1: All right. I also picked up some more miniatures The Exile
2: Dead. And no one cares about that. So I'll put those down there. All right. Our first kit. CG blade
1: painted by my brain just broke. Rod Hickey. <laughs> uh, here we have Indigo. And I think he's going to have these at Wonderfest as well. Uh, the cool little kit. The base is awesome. I love it. It's a little watch with a bunch of gears in it steampunk chick and pretty cool. Great paint job. And look forward to CG blade having that. And his other kit. Cobalt is there as well. Also painted by Rod Hickey. Again, also available at Wonderfest this year. Uh, and if you stick around for emails, I'm going to have a little other tidbit of what he's got coming out with a lighting kit that you can pick up when you purchase the kit uh, for free. And he used it in his, his praying mantis kit, and I'm going to show that in emails. So, cool stuff. from CG. And Rod
3: Hickey will be, I think, at Mark Wortling's table quite a bit.
1: Oh, then he'll be right by us. us. I'm sorry, Rod. Yes. I'm sorry. I've already warned him. Mm. That's going to be terrible uh alternative images is releasing re releasing the uh son of frankenstein that was previously by monsters in the woods and they picked it up cool frankenstein kit frankenstein's
2: monster and i will correct myself so, i um own this do you
3: worth yes. getting
1: i
2: i yes yeah I, I think it's the best son
1: of frankenstein and that's uh, what i'm looking for because that's my favorite okay. i like the forbidden zone one
3: however i'm not a fan of the uh don't shoot me guys i'm not a fan of the likeness on the monster on the forbidden zone one but otherwise the forbidden zone one is excellent and i would actually uh, i have a spare head from uh mr tucky's son of frankenstein kit that i planned on putting on
1: the forbidden zone one so having painted one of those i can see what you're saying i know i know what you're talking about it's a beautiful kit yeah i i, I can't recommend it enough
3: i no, just that's great yep i was not a crazy about the likeness on the monster
1: yeah this i this is my favorite uh frankenstein film and i think i'm probably gonna pick this one up that's all i had <laughs> that's all i got it's been sparse i think everyone's prepping for wonderfest which brings us we're we're this is going to be a guide to wonderfest that's going to be our topic um but there's not a lot going on we're in the uh I think everyone's got their head down and working, like working on stuff. So, so what did I get? You asked. What did you get, Scott?
2: Uh, I'm so glad. Sorry.
1: I'm glad I asked too.
2: So I got <laughs> from our friends at Sweet Life Productions. Uh-oh. The, oh, uh oh. You I'm Hup- your
0: Huckleberry. Huckleberry.
2: Nice. Okay. And um. Came uh, well packaged. This is the head. And, uh, you know, again, good Val Kilmer likeness. Great scene in the movie.
1: Have they hinted at what their next kit is?
3: I don't think they have. So this is the, the body. So it's it's really like, see the details in there so you can paint them? And then in the back of the vest it's got the pattern and I, yeah, there you pick that up a little bit.
2: Okay, so now the only issue I had with this kit is mine. Mine came with a little chip in the back, and I don't know
3: if you can see that. Yeah, right. Okay, now the piece was in there, so I don't know what happened. Okay, and they offered to replace it. I want to go, and I want to say they offered to replace it, but I can't be that guy. That and. (gasps) Oh! And let's see if you can see it. Okay. If I can't fix that, I don't belong.
1: Yeah, you don't belong in
3: the Uh, hobby. Okay. So it's not (laughs) that big of a deal to fix. Okay. And what was cool about this, and we've talked about this a long time, is they have incorporated 3D printing
2: into their kits. So these hands and guns are 3D printed which I also had
3: a little piece with uh, the trigger guard and one of the guns was broken, but they're going to send me a new one. So that's not that I did let them send me a new one and the holster it's in the bag, but the holster is 3d printed. So what I like about it is it's a, um...
1: go, can you go back to the, the bust itself for a second? Cause that goes to di- uh, 3d sculpt digital sculpting as well. I don't think someone would have been able to sculpt that pattern. Oh no, I don't either I- into the vest to make it work. And so digitally no, and, it works perfectly. And then cast in resin, it's great. And I don't know if I can even get
3: close yeah, enough so you can pick up yeah. the details here. But and I'll tell you this, I blame this on digital sculpting in a way too. And the reason being is, and I'm sorry my lighting is washing it out. Um, it's a real thin piece there.
1: Yeah.
2: And
3: it, it's a thinner piece than most clay sculptors would probably sculpt. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty fragile. And it was wrapped fine. I, I think what happened is it either got
1: maybe dropped or Does your mailman something. hate you? Like and uh does he throw your boxes up the stairs? Or,
3: or yeah, or Mike Allen hates me. Um no. So um <laughs> actually this came from uh Mr. Alred's house, so
1: Maybe he hates um, you.
3: Maybe he hates me. No. And and they were great about it. I contacted them, they got back to me right away. And um they offered to replace both pieces and i was like i don't want to be that guy and i don't want to be that guy like i said if i can't fix that yeah. you know well say no
1: then now too, maybe reinforce that part with uh, some extra packing material
3: right and that's why mainly i made him aware of it and then in the process i found the gun the trigger guard gun on the gun and that would be a little harder repair yeah so um Mike just simply said he'd make me new. I'll just show it real quick, just so you can kind of see see how it's kind of missing there. Oh yeah, there. It snapped up, yeah. And and I think that's probably where a support was or something. Who knows? Um, but I also want to show though the detail in the gun, like see the bullets, oh, you in see the, the bullets in there that's Yeah, nice. And um, you know, so again, the detail in this thing is great. So I'm not knocking them at all. I just no. Me personally, of course, I get the luck of the, you know. <laughs> The, yeah. the little piece comes out but again not a big deal i could probably fix both of these things that would be a little harder and just because i know mike can print one pretty quick it, it's i said yeah send me a new one gun, just so whatever and he may just bring it to wonderfest i don't know and he may just hate me all and send me a smashed one no i'm just teasing <laughs> uh great kit great likeness i've seen some really good paint jobs on it too um yeah there's so, going to yeah, be some I, really good
1: ones coming out. I,
3: I really like the detail, and you can see on the paint jobs that how they were able to take that detail and paint it in,
1: and it's,
3: it's
2: fantastic. So.
1: Excellent. Uh, anything else you got in the mail? Um,
2: yes. Uh-oh. They're called Kishi Surprises. They're little Japanese figures. And this is a
3: Snoopy, and I don't know anyone that ever watched, read Peanuts Snoopy would do a vulture thing. Let me see if I can sit him up. Where he'd sit on something, a tree, and basically say he was a vulture.
2: Okay. <laughs> so and they they did, there's
3: a whole series of Snoopy. They did some universal monsters too that were okay, but it's like, how many little super deformed universal monsters do I really need? So um I'll tell you what's disappointing about this is I bought a couple of them in hopes that because I liked it so much, I wanted to paint one. But they're so rubbery that I don't know that you can paint oh,
1: it. it. Hit it with that plastic primer. The Krylon. Yeah. It's like clear primer.
3: But then if you bump it, I'm wondering if it's going to... Because here, look, look, see if you can see. I can just take these. Oh, uh, and... yeah,
1: maybe.
2: So it's pretty rubbery. I'm going to put them here. But um, so I got that. And another little thing I did just goofing around is... I made this. That's workbench material. Oh, sorry. Okay. Then I didn't do anything. Um. <laughs> anything else you got in the mail? I don't
1: think so. No. Did I? Nothing. Buy anything? Man, You usually have both of us. It's it's sparse this time. Sparse. Sparse. So um,
3: well, I bought some things. Yeah. So... What'd you buy?
1: What'd you get? So our
3: good
2: friend, well, winner. <laughs> My good friend. You haven't bought anything from him. I, I guess I uh, have. <laughs> what'd you buy? The Herculoids. Okay. Don't even say that to me right now. Uh, Herculoids. Not with the print issues I'm having. Uh,
3: anyway. We'll, we'll um, that in the work. So, uh, Top Cat was a uh, Hanna-Barbera cartoon. And there were a bunch of characters on Top Cat. It was like a
2: gang of cats. Yeah. And so, Well has taken to sculpting them all, starting with Top Cat and Benny the Ball and Brain. And let's see who we got here. Choo <laughs> Choo. Fancy, fancy.
3: Oh and God. Spook. Now, can you I say that? I don't away- know if
1: you can, say that. can you I, say that. I
3: don't think they'd get away with that name today. <laughs> no. And then in the works this disclaimer, is disclaimer
1: youtube that is uh the cat's name.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we're not Um Officer Dibble was the cop that was always chasing him, And so he's working on that right now. That's not a finished photo. And then I wasn't sure last week did we show the impossible No, we didn't.
1: No, you talked about it, but we didn't. And I think I put hey. in some of the other one, but
3: Yeah, so this was the hero um impossible to go at the other side of the uh, diorama that he did when they were the band impossibles so mm-hmm. um, and I think they interlock I think they
2: you know so you could put them on a turntable and spin them um, I never watched the impossibles but it's kind of cool and then we have the finished Johnny
3: quest I think we showed in progress shot or did we actually show this one
1: no we showed the. I showed I put some of these in afterwards because I picked them up so uh this is Johnny Quest. Um a little bit stylized, but not bad. Um all four characters
3: and the dog on one piece. Uh yeah, yeah I hope no one calls me to print this because I don't <laughs> know that I want to. It's a it's it's another
2: Floyd's type piece. But um, yep. So he's got Johnny Quest there. And anything else? No. I think that's it. So we have dog pictures. We have dog pictures. We have uh, Paul
3: Gill's dog, uh, Public. Forgot the little dog's name. That's his new
2: puppy. And they're like best friends already. They're getting along great. And so Paul sent that in. We should really move these to emails, I think. We should maybe. Okay, let's talk about this next dog. Yeah. This dog is Wharf. Um... Let's read a little about Worf. Uh, That's Kendall Coniff's dog, Worf. And Kendall sent me a message along with this photo. And he mentioned to me, he says, "So I emailed a dog pic to
3: Model Club TV three episodes ago. Has his charming face been seen by millions of viewers? No. Is it because he doesn't have bug eyes or look like a Star Wars character? I don't know. Is it because..." he tried to eat my neighbor's toy poodle i don't know or is it because jason handles emails and is an airhead jason even said to send dog pics so wtf i guess i'll try sending it to you and see what happens meet my clan warrior wharf won't eat raw worms but does have a taste for poodle and uh, so he sent the picture, and I wrote as a reply to that. I said, go with the fact that Jason's an idiot. And he
1: laughed. So uh, there you go. Okay. So, Kendall. So, Kendall? Jason's Kendall. an idiot. Kendall. Jason's an idiot. Jason's an idiot. Jason's Kendall. Idiot. I'm talking to you now, Kendall. Jason. Go ahead and send all of your emails to Scott. I will appreciate that. Well, <laughs> this was a private message. Send all lady. of your emails and private messages to Scott. Well, they might get emails. Answers. So here's what happens. I get emails. I get text messages. I get Facebook messages. I get other emails. I get voicemails. If one dog picture goes hay- haywire, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I do have this dog picture from Brian Schultz, though, today. I found that one. How many episodes did he send that will go Today. Well, this episode. Oh, I had more episodes. Wait, I had more. I'm just saying I did manage to find oh, okay. that one. And Kendall, how many times have I put your stuff on there and handled? Hey, your emails whoa, appropriately?
2: whoa, don't be so
3: defensive. I am defensive
1: man? over this. I don't appreciate man, it. Just... I don't appreciate it. I have been attacked and I don't appreciate it. You no, know, he asked a question and I answered it. Yeah.
3: hmm
1: Okay.
2: So this Go next ahead. dog is uh Trevor's dog, uh Teddy. <laughs> and uh Trevor also has a cat,
3: Precious, and in the background is Trevor's wife's cat, Shadow.
2: What?
1: Yeah, so that's Precious oh, and down Shadow. There. Okay, there's cats and a dog. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, and then who's that's, uh, that's Brian? That's Brian Schultz's dog. I have okay. no idea what the name is. Huh. Looks friendly, dog. Yeah. All right, we're going dogs. out to the workbench. Okay, because you hate dogs. Yeah, you know what? No more animal pictures. Done. I'll put them in. Send
1: them in. Send all animal pictures from now on to Scott Johansson. That's. I don't even have have a button. Get out! I'll get you an animal picture button. Scott's Animal Kingdom. We'll call it. No, we we could do it like remember the old WLS in Chicago. Animal (laughs) Animal Story. I have a vinyl. I have an LP of that actually. We could do that. Animal Stories with Scott. Send all your pictures of Scott. I don't want to deal with him anymore. I'm He's dead, dead, you know, Larry oh. Lujak. Yeah, did he?
2: Oh, and you'll be
1: dead, dead. soon. Because you I hate animals. Moved
2: out to California. Okay, and he died. <laughs> I loved animal stories. That was like so the did best. little Tommy, little yeah, Tommy little Edwards story. died too. When? A long time ago. No,
1: look, I just up. heard him on
2: the radio. Tommy Edwards.
1: Not too many, that many years ago.
2: No, no. You said I just heard him on the radio.
1: That implies... I don't like, listen within to the, the radio that week. much. <laughs> okay. I'll have to look that up. Anyway, this... We're boring people. Workbench! Scott, what are you working on? What's going on in the workbench?
3: You know, I'm working on explaining to my wife why this is going to be on the porch on Friday. <laughs>
2: Got another printer, sh- huh? Well, I was shamed into it. By? By uh, you and <laughs> our
3: friend Jamie Sy and Tony Cipriano. Yep. Because I was the only one that doesn't have two of these. Yep.
1: You so, um, had to join the club. I had to join the club. Yeah. So welcome.
3: But it'll be nice because I can do all this printing I'm doing for other people and still maybe print some stuff of my own. Right. Finally.
1: So, it really helped. me. I, I just finished doing all the prints for that I had to do for Terry Webb for the AFM class for Wonderfust, And it really helped. If I didn't have two printers, I don't think I would have been able to do it. So it helped a lot. And it was frustrating. <laughs> that iron giant was frustrating. The arms, man. So if you're taking that class, please appreciate <laughs> what some people I, went through to bring okay. that to you.
3: I want to go on record as saying, I offered to help. I asked him to send me the arm file because I wanted to see, but, I don't do it his way, so
1: no. And if no. I was
3: to do it my way, and they came out,
1: your pieces come out looking like they got blasted with a shotgun. No, no they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. No, they don't. don't. No, they don't. And it was it, my I job to it. do, not yours. And I don't like pushing my but work I, off I on. I tried computer. to help. That's not helping. It would have helped
2: because no. look at all the resin he wasted. I did. That's fine, but I figured it out.
1: And that was part of the problem. It's figuring it out.
3: So we're going to kill each other help. this
1: episode. I think we're going to kill each other this episode. I doubt it.
3: By the way, we were talking about, well, I noticed you have a nice Hanna-Barbera shirt on. That, I do. That's, that's,
1: well, yeah, that's nice. I do. It's blue, and I feel uncomfortable. And it's obscene. It's not obscene. Finally. Look, he's flipping us off. Oh, yeah. There is like a little middle finger. Is that all the time on there? Wait, I'm trying to. I don't, why don't
3: you point to your breasts again? right? No. No, yeah, there right there.
1: Mean. So I, I mentioned that. Is that how Tom looks all the time? I don't like, know. Is that always Maybe that? it's
2: only on your shirt.
1: That's what I'm wondering.
2: <laughs> so I, I printed this. Oh, yes. Check these out. They're, they're like... So how
1: did you do those?
2: Because that's going to come printer.
1: up in an email later. That's a filament printer. No, 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 but where, like, how?
2: Uh. So
3: It's a Thingiverse deal, and then you have to download instructions, um, and if the Thingiverse thing doesn't work, you have to do it, uh, I think the program's called SCAD, S-C-A-D, and then you can customize it there, and then you export it as an STL file. Okay. And it actually was all one word, Model Club TV, but the way they printed, they separated. Okay. And, um, uh, I was just kind of doing this to maybe put on our table figuring, yeah. you know, we could just like print the, <laughs> paint the letters like white or something,
1: you know, yeah.
3: or, or do it in a lighter color. So it shows that it's three dimensional like this.
1: Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. that Yeah.
3: So, um, but yeah, so it was just kind of a, just for fun goofing around, uh, minimal little supports in there. And how I long really did it take? To... How long a print was it? I think that was only a
2: four and a half hour print. Wasn't bad at all. Cool.
1: So, and um, filament's so much cheaper than resin. Yes, so. yes, yes, it is. Uh, you build anything? You paint anything?
3: I'm getting ready to paint my deck. I I decided I'd take the hottest days of the year so far and Dude, hey, What week happened? Off it work. went straight.
1: went from 40 to 90. <laughs>
3: like a day. Yeah, literally. Um, three days ago, my wife had the fireplace on at night. She was freezing <laughs> it's cold. It's 90 degrees today. And today, I'm rototilling my garden, and I'm almost
2: passing out going, this is messed up, man. It's nuts. Uh, Anything else?
1: No. Okay. Uh, I am still building my workbench. I am tired of my desk being in shambles. Uh, I've been printing. I finally kind of got all the drawers, not drawers, but the boxes where the drawers are going to go. And then I started printing some of the paint racks, which have been a pain in the butt. So I've been painting, printing these to try and get this all organized up here. I've been finding paint that I've had for 20 years. <laughs> Not have been joking uh, that I probably haven't opened. And it's like, why do I have all this?
2: But you know, I collect paint, which I'm
1: starting to realize there's that. I also am still working on psycho Gorman. I just put a wash of color down. So psycho Gorman's coming along, but it looks weird in that light. I don't know if you can see it. Can you see it? Wait, there. Now you can. With the yeah. black light. I've been using the uh fluorescent paint and doing the glowy parts on it. So that's kind of cool. That's working out. And uh I've just been printing for other people non-stop. And I finally finished the ones I'm gonna be selling at Wonderfest, my agent Carter. It's going to be 130 and then there's extra parts if you want to buy those. I'll have those at the table. I printed a little Warhammer piece for myself, and I just dropped the hat. There we go! Ding, 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 ding. We should I have a I Jason Drops! I broke uh, uh, my streak!
3: A, a bell when he drops something. Ding, ding,
1: ding, 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 ding! I broke my streak! So I printed this Death corpse of Krieg guy. Death corpse of Krieg. And it turned out the helmet comes off. That's what fell. It turned out really nice, even though I hate that any cubic resin um, had nothing but problems with it. But this turned out really good. It still feels sticky, but that's where we are. That's the workbench, man. I just feel like it's just I'm crushed by everything at this point. Last couple of weeks.
2: What does everyone think of Jason wearing a colored T-shirt?
1: I don't like it. Why? I don't like it. I just don't feel right. You look like that's why I had to put the black
3: on all the time. You look like some nerd goth (laughs) wannabe from the early. I'm not a goth
1: wannabe. I am an actual goth.
2: No, you're not.
1: I was. Do I have to put old pictures up again?
3: Let it go. You're over forty. Let it go.
1: No, I'm okay. Let it go. Uh the show this time, the topic.
2: What's the topic? Wonderfest guide. Was I supposed to prepare for this? Yes, you were. I'm just going right off my,
3: the top of my head. There's no list. The only thing I have on my list is while prepping for the show, Jason said, you're a piece of shit. And I just want everyone to know I wrote it down.
1: <laughs> we're killing each other this episode. That's what's happening. I know it. I can feel it. All right. We thought with Wonderfest coming up, it'd be nice to have a guide for people that never ever have gone. Uh, And for people that have been going, this is your chance. We want you to kind of participate in the comments with this. If you have tips, uh, places to go, things to do, ways you like to do things, leave it down in the comments for this episode that people can kind of like use this as a resource to go back and kind of check on some of these things. And we'll kind of leave it up as we go. So Scott and I have both been going to Wonderfest since 1995 without missing a show now not for the
3: COVID year, but I don't count it as year. missing a show
1: because there was no show. There was no show. So it doesn't count. So we've been to every Wonderfest since 1995. And I'm not saying we're experts by any means, but we've learned some stuff along the way. And I thought it'd be helpful to kind of share that with everybody and give people who have never gone what to expect, what to do. Uh, places to go things to try and how it goes for the weekend so i kind of broke i just quick jotted down uh the contest food hotel the show itself uh travel that sort of so let's start with this
2: is it worth going to wonderfest on friday your opinion yes. well yes for me, it's always been worth it for
3: a
1: couple of reasons. If First you're not all, a you dealer, mean, let's start. Let's break it up there. If you are not okay. a dealer and you are just you're just a dealer the show, is it is well, it is it in your best? Is it in your benefit to try and get there early on Friday and stay till Monday instead yes. of leaving Sunday? So explain why.
2: My and this is strictly my opinion. It's nice to get in. There's going to be people there everywhere
3: that are that are coming in and not just dealers. So there's people that hang out. Um, I think there's a welcome thing that goes on now in the hallway.
2: Um, There used to be years ago, there used to be a um, Janice used to do a thing on Friday night. So there's always people hanging out. So it's always a good start to things.
3: Plus now you can buy your model, uh, your model contest entry forms. And your admission on Friday night as well.
1: Right. So, that's so that you
3: don't have to deal with that on Saturday.
1: Admission booth opens at 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Friday night. So if you get there, then you could always skip the line Saturday morning and get it Friday.
2: And if you're a larger guy like Brian Clark,
1: oh man,
2: and you want a Wonderfest shirt, it's always good to get them on Friday nights because, um,
3: Sometimes by Saturday they're out of some of the, you know, Brian Clark size shirts. And what size shirt
1: X's. do you wear, Scott?
2: The five X's and stuff. I'm a medium. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling you and Brian aren't that far off on sizes.
3: I usually wear three X, but I wear them big. As you can see, they fall out on my shoulders. Yeah. And because. You know, I don't like my biceps to show because I don't want everyone to want me. And um <laughs> uh, I like my clothes loose fitting. I always have. I hate anything that binds me in the neck. That's why I've always hated collared shirts and everything. I, I'm a weirdo. What do you
1: What do you want me to say? Oh, we know that. Yes. So, so Friday, people are showing up. I, my problem with Friday is I usually have to work, and I can't get there. I can't leave until directly after work. So I roll in at about eleven, and with the time, oh. There is a time change. So if you are coming from west of Indiana, your time is going to change. It's going to you're going to lose an hour. Remember that. Number one. Mm-hmm. So I always lose an hour. And I don't get there till like 10 or 11 on Friday night sometime. Uh, but the last couple of years, I've been able to get there earlier. So it, if you are if you are taking a class, you, you better this year. Yeah, I know I have to. Uh, if you're taking a class, one of the FM classes or the Badger class with Blackheart, you have to be there on Friday and well you have to be there on thursday or then, you have I to think. be on thursday really you have to get there friday morning if you're driving in but uh and to stay till monday so planning this trip is it worth staying till monday scott
2: again it's a personal choice i have done both uh for various reasons sometimes out of necessity sometimes not you know i've learned over the years is i
3: you know i used to call it the wonderfest What do we used to call it? The Wonderfest blues or the Wonderfest down, you know, and where when you
2: left Wonderfest. You were like, you know, it it comes and goes so quick that you felt bad that, boom, it's over already. Wow. And. um, And it depends on your distance that you have to
3: travel and stuff. I like staying till Monday because it gives me that extra night to hang with the people that I don't normally see. And it's just kind of like a last grasp at things. Now, the bad thing is the bar closes early ever since they've redone the hotel. Yeah, we'll talk about really that. Not we'll talk the about place, that when we but, hotel. So, but yeah, it's kind of like the last ditch effort. Um, that being said, though, I, you know, I have left on Sunday. And the nice thing about living closer is I've left Sunday there at like 3. And that's really two our time. So by seven or eight o'clock, I'm home. Yeah, and sleeping in my own bed. Yeah,
1: and uh, you know, so that's it's kind of nice too. So, and know. that's kind of where I've always been. I usually most of the time had to work Monday morning, but again, now this year I haven't. The last couple of years, and I still been going home on Sunday because I it's I have to recharge. You, I don't mind. We've talked about it before. It's hard for me. Crowds are hard for me sometimes, so I kind of want to just get going. But it's. Yeah, Every
2: shits in my room, by the way.
1: (laughs) Yes, I have to, because I have no room anymore.
2: He checks out of his room at 11 o'clock,
3: and about 2 o'clock before he goes, he says, I'm
1: like, I gotta go. Give me your key. I go, for what? He goes, well, I gotta go to the bathroom. I go, it's right over there. He goes, no, 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 no. no." I go, (laughs) you want to go pollute my bathroom? Yeah, yeah, I ain't going in that one. Oh, that bathroom right. (laughs) Right off the dude. All right. Avoid that bathroom, everyone. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. But it is nice to stay and hang out with your friends for one last thing. So if you can stay, but with the way the hotels costs are going, the way things are going with money, it may not be worth it to you to stay and spend that extra night with money on the hotel room. Um, and same with going Friday. I have no problem telling someone to just come up for Saturday and, and, and go. If like, especially if you're, if you're hard for money, it's, it's tough. That hotel mm-hmm. takes a chunk out of your kid buying power. And if you want to yeah. just come up for Saturday, I, it's definitely worth just going for Saturday. Depending Don't how buy into that
3: get. hotel rate either, because let me tell you something. Add about $25 to that hotel rate, because by the time they put all their entertainment taxes yep. and, and, and crap on there, that hotel rate, it shot up about 20 to 25 Yeah, hours. and that's that's nor it's not the hotel that's every hotel does that just so, so you let's
1: know. let's talk about the hotel for a second the hotel has gone through some changes in the last few years um it used to be actually I think that
3: a, was 14 years ago i
1: know 14 yeah 14 years ago oh my god it has gone through some changes and it used to be a lot more show friendly i think and it's modernized which I think the charm of the hotel in the past was that it wasn't a modern hotel. And you kind of had all these kind of antiquated things going on in there. And now it's super expensive. The food is very expensive. Uh, The bar is very expensive. Um, And to the point where you might end up spending a lot of your kit money in the bar. My biggest advice is bring a cooler, bring some food that you can snack on during the day. uh, Bring beer, Bring your own liquor, as we've talked about on this show before, and keep that in your room. That way you're not spending that money in the bar. It, it, it will go a long way to bring your own stuff like that. Um, no, I'm not saying don't support the hotel, but bring your own stuff. It helps quite a bit to bring your own thing.
3: And the bar used to be the place, man. Yeah, I mean, was- that's where everyone was, and it was just this little hole. And um, and you could
1: move chairs and you could move tables and you could put tables together. And like, it allowed yeah. for people to kind of congregate in a way that just isn't possible.
3: And it was open late and they'd stay open later yeah. when we were there.
1: And I don't know if it's and a corporate it's like thing that they're midnight. like, you're yeah. done, you're out. So midnight, you're out. We'll talk about mm-hmm. that. I want to get to that because I, I, there's a solution to that, I think.
2: Um, food. I want to talk about food a little bit. The
1: hotel restaurant is terrible, terrible in my opinion. Okay, I don't. Not think it's... the food itself.
3: No, the food itself is not terrible.
1: And I don't know if this is a northerner thing, and I'm just impatient, which could be very possible. But holy crap, is the service bad at times? And I fully expect, with the way things are going this year, in terms of not having enough help, it is going to be even worse this year. So if you have again bring some sandwiches like Matt and Thad would always bring like lunch meat and bread and make sandwiches up in their room. Totally do that. Cause it's going to save you during the day. Um, I end up eating out of that like coffee bar that's around the corner, like getting a sandwich Mm -hmm. out of there. And I just, I need to stop doing that. Um, but your opinion on the restaurant, Scott, I know we have every year I say I am not going to that restaurant and someone talks me into it and I want to strangle somebody. 30 minutes into it. And then like I can't. But you're waiting it.
3: on your
2: water.
1: I know. I <laughs> wait for 40 minutes for
2: a water. So the pros and cons of the restaurant. Pros? The pros is the food really isn't that bad.
3: Food isn't bad. Okay. Food is good. And they have a nice breakfast buffet. They have a nice breakfast buffet. And and frankly, that's probably the way to go if you like breakfast.
1: Um get the buffet. Don't don't try to order Anything I have done, where I try to do it off the menu, and it's ten times more money than doing the buffet.
2: Yeah.
3: So do do not order toast one time. I waited forty-five minutes for toast. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. So do the buffet. um, Yes.
3: Do the buffet.
2: Get a plate full of bacon and (laughs) and have a heart attack. And and
3: have a
0: heart
2: attack, but um. Yeah, it's just not, the service there has always, always been slow. Yeah. Just slow. I, I remember one time, uh, Steve and
3: I, Steve said, let's uh, let's just go get some lunch. So I said, okay. We were in there an hour and a half. I know. Okay. Waiting for food. So it, it's crazy. That being said, I've had some great times in that restaurant. Uh was it two years ago, three years ago, when you and I and Steve and uh, Thomas Koontz came in and Steve knew Thomas Koontz, and Thomas and his girlfriend sat down with us, and yeah, poor guy. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, nobody was really cool no, no, was awesome. I mean, And I'm not saying yeah. that.
1: Yes, it is great because you can everyone in the show can talk, and it gives you some of that stuff that you miss from the old bar. But mm-hmm. be prepared. No going you in. to wait. Yeah, you could be in there for three hours. And it's not cheap, especially now. It's it's not cheap. So if, and here's the part, there is a McDonald's very close. If you want to go like around and out, if you leave the parking lot and turn right, there's a McDonald's like two blocks away, but you kind of can't see it until you get right on top of it. Um, I think
3: there's a Taco Bell. There's a Taco
1: Bell over there as well. And there's like a couple other new restaurants right there. And if you want, and if the, like the only problem with that is, leaving the hotel and trying to find a parking spot again, especially if the show is very crowded. Um, sometimes it sucks to give up your parking spot and trying to come back and find. No, that. but if you go for dinner, you usually find something. Oh no dinner. I'm talking during the day, during the show, yeah. like to run and get McDonald's or something. Oh, so yeah. if you're going to eat in the restaurant, breakfast is the way to go and then bring something of your own for lunch or something to snack on and then go get dinner.
3: So if Jason eats in the restaurant this year. There will be photos posted. I
1: know and like- I, I will. I, I someone's going to um, talk me into it i, I know it and another like,
3: thing that happens too
1: well and it's convenient that's that's it, the problem it, is, with and it that's it, that's it, the balance it, you have to it's, do with it's that the restaurant.
3: convenience um i know a lot of people and i've never done it go across the street to the bowling alley yes that is and a tip eat at the bowling alley uh, wherever they got i think i've only been in
1: there once and, and I've never been, been
3: in there. I'm wondering, though, didn't someone say the Bowling Alley was closing or something? I don't know. Maybe?
1: That's where they were doing the Big Lebowski Convention for a while, too. Was it? Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Um,
2: you know what? I'm going to try to go in there this time. To the, to the Bowling Alley. Yeah. If uh, you go down um, to where the
3: McDonald's is, there's a light right there. And you turn right. I think that's called Preston Highway. Yeah. Okay. And you go down a couple miles. Pretty much any fast food place you want yeah, is. Gonna you're going to
1: find there. some stuff. There's a okay. liquor store, not. I mean, it's a little of shady course. Area. There's a liquor store right over there as well. The that shady has a Shady liquor <laughs> store, but that there's nothing better than a good shady liquor store. And then there's a taco truck in that parking lot usually, as well. So, um, so if you're in for a taco truck, it's right there in the liquor store parking lot, which is like that's heaven. <laughs> like, come on. Um, but that's food. Uh, Food as far as dinner goes, like on Saturday night or Friday night or anything like that. Um, Bardstown Road is where a lot of people go. And even, I have we ever gone downtown? I have kind of, I think I tried to go once downtown for food.
3: Look, we were downtown last year. And remember yeah. What
1: that was, but that wasn't down, that was the meatpacking. Yeah, but when we came district.
3: back through downtown, you remember what happened. What happened? I don't remember. The guy was peeing on the oh, corner. Oh yeah, the drunk peeing guy. <laughs> And then ate out of the garbage. Yeah. Remember?
1: Yeah, it was awesome. That
3: <laughs> yeah, was great. And uh, and we couldn't believe it. we were sitting in a car, and I'm like, "What is that guy doing?" Like, and uh, yeah, he was just uh, you know just eating out the
1: garbage. He's a, he's a uh, like minded individual. I, I know his I know no. his pain. But um yeah, well, Sound Road the, is kind of purpose. where people go, and that you have to get on the expressway, and it's a bit of a drive. So carpool or Uber, and. Everyone goes to Mark's feed stand and Mark's feed store feed store stand feed bag
2: feed store still
1: <laughs> feed store
2: uh, there's that I love Mark's a lot yeah, of people from go to Mark's um, the barbecue kind of
3: place yep food's good service is always good the friendly now yeah, as opposed to the, the restaurant good. the service you get in Mark's is awesome is awesome and i've been in there where there was a table of like 20 of us
1: and they didn't give a shit they were and they didn't crazy.
3: give a crap they yep. we still got great service and i don't know what everyone else does i make sure i leave a good tip yep and uh yeah it, it's i've also you know, they, I-
1: they started to develop uh further north on bardstown road there's some newer uh restaurants and bars we went to a pizza place mm-hmm. you didn't like last year but i kind of did it was um, not on Bardstown Road. No, but it was up Bardstown and then into yeah. the meatpacking area.
3: i bet you that place. Yeah. Oh, across from the meatpacking place. Across from the slaughterhouse oh, that smelled, it smelled like
1: smelled
3: <laughs> like a slaughterhouse. What yeah. a great place to put it a great. restaurant. It was
1: good. It was good food. There's a great distillery right there called uh, Copper and Kings is right there, too. Uh, mm-hmm. They have great brandy, great and, absinthe. And
3: I ordered a plain hamburger, and what happened? They screwed that up, too.
1: What did they do to it? I don't remember. Put cheese
3: on it. Said, well, that's what you ordered. I said, no, it's not. I didn't order a plain cheeseburger. I ordered a plain hamburger. You don't argue with the customer.
1: Okay. Oh, boy. Scott's gonna hold a grudge on that place forever. So that's food. Uh, there's also in today's world. There's Grubhub. Yeah, you could order in. There's pizza. Pizza so delivers a hotel. Order in. The hotel has room service too. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Which I've never done.
3: I don't think I have either. No, I can't imagine <laughs> checkout would be coming and you'd be going, "Where's my food?" That's coming out of the restaurant.
1: All so. right, uh, the hotel <coughs> itself. Uh, tips about the hotel: the elevators suck. In my opinion, like it's, you have to wait a lot of times, and they're slow.
2: So if you can call early, I'm going to give up Thad's secret. Ask for the second floor, above.
1: Registration, and I always forget to do this because there's just that mm-hmm. flight of stairs, and you don't have to ever worry about the elevator. Right there,
3: there's rooms in the 60s and 70s too. There's a stair there you can come down yeah. to.
1: Um, so if we get a chance, uh, there are suites available. And Scott, I know you like use points or something to kind of upgrade once in a while. How does that work?
3: Well, so if you're an IHG member you can uh, request a suite, and if they have it, you get it. Suites are cool. If you've got a lot of people, friends and stuff, and which you just want don't. to chip in and get a suite, which we don't, um, man, it's the way to go because it's a good place to hang out. Uh, there were a couple of years there. remember I borrowed my neighbor's cooler, my neighbor had this big, long cooler. And Steve and I went to the um, gas station, loaded up with ice and beer. And literally lasted all weekend.
2: Yeah, um, and and I never had to get ice again. And, and that goes was so to, cool
1: because when we like, left, sorry,
2: I well, when we well, the
3: one night there was a small cooler, and Chinksy was walking downstairs, and we were on the sixth floor, and I dumped, I dumped the cooler, um, like right in front of him, and all this ice comes down. <laughs> he looks at this fucker, <laughs> but. um and then the one time Steve and I emptied my cooler, like filled the bathtub with ice before we left, and it's like, that's how <laughs> you yeah, should have thrown a kidney cooler. in there and been
1: like, yeah, like, freaked out the me.
3: Yeah, laid there like in fake blood. <laughs> Help me! Oh man. So um, so yeah, I mean that's you know, and and there's various rooms that do have,
1: and that's what, yeah, parties. I was going to go to that,
3: I, you know, um, I know too a lot of people are hanging out in the parking lot now because you can't smoke on the premises. And you have to be X amount away from the building. Yeah. So it's like you can't even smoke outside in the courtyard anymore. You have to go outside, outside. of the doors. Yeah. So I
1: was going to say there's that area outside of the theater rooms where people can kind of bring chairs and kind of congregate up there. It almost feels like it's on the roof, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's above the pool. So if you're wondering where I'm talking about, if you're new, it's kind of above the pool. People, if you bring like a folding chair and go out there, I, I, i'm wondering if we could just set up there one night saturday night and just
3: and those are the rooms out. that are like the 270s if yeah. i remember right because i used to always ask for 270 something and that's those are the rooms right there yeah.
1: So uh so yeah look for parties talk to people you might hear something because a lot of people do not hang out in the bar really anymore which is which is unfortunate because it was a great place for everybody because now it feels I, like yeah. it just kind of fragmented and quite a bit
3: you and i have been fortunate Knowing the people that run the contest, uh, we got to hang out in the contest room after hours and take photos and stuff like that. And uh so you know, I it's I bounce
2: around all over. I don't have much problem finding someone to
1: talk (laughs) to. You bounce all
2: right, that's for sure. All right. The show itself. Register Friday if possible. We talked about that. Is Early Bird worth it, Scott? what you're there for and what yeah. you're after. So if you're a how much fan, is early bird? I don't even know. If so, you're a fan of, and I'll just go by the past Jesse, uh, Mark Havikin, some of these folks.
3: Um, and I know Mark especially brings a limited number of his kits. Um, people walk in on early bird, and that's where they go. It yep. is Havocan's is table. So sometimes, and, and I've seen this with other over the years with other, if it's the hot kid of the year, by 10 o'clock Saturday when the doors open,
2: it, it's gone. It's usually, it's, it can be gone.
1: So I want to, yeah, I want to get, I want to talk about that too, but I want to talk specifically about early bird. Do you know how, how much is it at more? I don't even remember because I don't see it on this list of things. The adults.
2: Normal price is thirty three dollars for one day,
3: forty eight for a two day ticket. Okay. Um, ages four to twelve is cheaper, twelve dollars for one day, eighteen dollars for two days. Kids three and under are free. So send your kid
2: in the early bird to get Havokins kit. <laughs> um, early bird admission gets you in two hours early at eight a.m. on Saturday, and it's good for Sundays as well, but not early. Uh, is sixty five dollars for two days. it's an extra 20 bucks it's an extra 17 okay but i'll do the math
1: 20 bucks no one it's 20 17
2: you round up so is it worth 17 extra dollars to get that kit you want
1: and that's what it comes down to that's really what it comes down to um i've been fortunate
3: probably ever since 2000 that i either know somebody
2: or help somebody that gets me a dealer's pass or something this year. Um, I gotta be in there at eight in the morning this year. Well, um, I started printing the, uh, one of
3: the trophies, not printing, casting one of the trophies. And so the pay I request is, uh, I get a pass to get in early. And, uh, so I've been getting the last couple of years. I've been getting a staff badge. So, um,
1: so we have a table, though, this year, which means if we're there, we have to be there for early bird, which is 8 a.m. Son of a bitch. So I used to be one of those guys that was like I wanted to be the first one in the door and now it has slowly progressed into I don't go in there until noon because I'm sleeping or something. And. Yeah, but um, you generally would get in on Friday night. Yeah,
2: because you had an AFM badge yeah. for
1: all those years. Yeah. So. But I never bought anything like I'm trying to think. So I would say if you're, if there's something specifically you're looking for early bird is a must. So it's paid off for me one time. What's the story?
2: And, and it was actually, I was a dealer that year too. So it kind of sucked. So there was a rat kit that I wanted that, um, the, the guys from Japan brought. And it, I saw it Friday night
3: sitting on their table. Actually, Steve saw it and said, Hey man, they brought three of those rat kits. So, Saturday morning, I got there, and they weren't down there yet. And Danny Scirocco and I and one other guy got to that table, and I picked up that ratfing kit, and I was not putting it back down until they got there. And when they got there, I said, how much is this? And they told me, and I pulled out my money, and I handed it to them, and I walked away. (laughs) And that was the... you just stood there
1: holding the kit.
3: Yeah, because there was nobody there. I didn't want to walk away. I didn't want to yeah. lose it. There was no way to hold it. Yeah. Okay. So um yeah, I stood there holding it because it was like, <laughs> like no way. That's funny. I, it, it was one of my grail kits. I still have it.
2: And um Yeah. And and so Very cool. That's that's the one time it paid off.
3: Now so, I have picked stuff up for other people too, but yeah.
1: The admission booth itself has opened up uh, It's 5pm fi- uh, on Friday to 8. So if you're there for that time, and then it's at 7.30am to 5pm Saturday, 9.30am to 4pm on Sunday. So depending on when you get there, those are the times for that. Uh, the dealer room officially opens at 10, 8am for early bird on Saturday. Uh, dealers
2: can get in at 7.
1: Just dealers can get in at 7. A dealer. So, we have that. Um, I like to do a first lap around, and then kind of decide what I'm going to buy. Like, I usually don't pick up anything anymore on the first. It's like, eh. But if you see it, uh, and it's something you want, I would suggest buying it there, and then. Because after that first lap, that's what everyone's kind of doing.
2: I would pick it up. It's going to be gone. I... And the opposite sometimes.
1: And <laughs> how does yours go?
2: Well, if it's something that I know I'm going to get, like that had Rat Fink that time. If it's something
3: I know I'm going for. Yeah. Okay, boom. Give it to me now. I don't want to play around. Yeah. I don't want to screw it. Just give it to me now. Well, and, mine's and-
1: more back, I think, because from back in the day, there was no internet. So you didn't know what was there mm-hmm. sometimes. So you had to kind of just quick, Go see what was around, and then go, okay. But, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. And that's what I suggest. Do what Scott does. If it's something you really want, snag it then.
2: Let me ask you this. When you walk in the door,
1: mm-hmm.
2: do you go left? Do you go right? Do you go straight? Uh, right. Really? Yeah. I've always gone left. <laughs>
1: That explains a whole lot, actually. <laughs> right there. We do it the exact opposite. So well, and, and
3: uh and I'll tell you my reasoning behind that. And and you and guys and guys, guys, girls, everybody. The night before there's gonna be flyers out there with the table layout and whose table is where. So if you know you want to go to somebody's table, that's gonna be there. Yeah. And I think it's even online. There is a map yeah. of
1: the. It does not have the names of where the dealers are, right?
2: Now. No, but it, it will it eventually will, yeah. show you. That'll be there. So I was so used to the dealers that I wanted to go to were always
3: to the left when I started going. So that's the way I go when I go in still to this day. So I would walk in and Janice was right there in the first day.
1: Mine's the opposite. Mine was... Okay down if you turned right that's where kit boy was and he always Mm -hmm. had the future kits so that's the way i would always go that was my first direction
3: yeah see so i would go that way and then you had george stevenson geometric was there um sean Nagel was down at the end yeah mike parks was down af the afm table uh you know so you would go around that that's kind of so just
2: by habit that's the way i used to go Yeah. Now, because I get in there
3: pretty early on Saturday and sometimes Friday night, I pretty much know where everything's going to be before I even go in there. So it's, but again, not everyone has that, you know,
1: luxury. Right. If you're just Joe, you're the regular Joe model goer guy, you're not going to have that luxury. So my suggestion is to go to the back and work your way forward.
2: Well, I would say so. I wonder when they (laughs) open the doors, which way do people go most? Do they mostly
3: go to the the right?
2: Right is always
1: the best. So, Um, dealer rooms open. Amazing model contest entries taken at eight a.m., noon on Saturday. Viewing hours are noon to five on Saturday and Sunday, ten to three. Awards revealed at three p.m. on Sunday. So that's different correct? Based on what we were told from George?
2: Yeah, I, I think you'll know what the awards
1: are. So they're not having Sunday. a ceremony anymore. Am I wrong? Uh, that's what Georgia told us, right. unless it's changed. So it sounds like they're going to close the doors or something. Awards revealed at three, so maybe they're going to go stick them around. I don't know how it's going to work, but it does not sound like there's a ceremony anymore. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. Uh, make and take lunch? for kids. The make and take room is awesome. Uh, if you have kids, take them in there. Build a model with them. Uh, it's open at 11am on Saturday till 1, 2pm to 2pm to 4 on Saturday only. It is not open on Sunday. And then, Scott, you're really good at this. I'm terrible at this. The charity raffle and auction. You're always winning on that charity raffle. So, so if you can Donate to they the have a couple raffle. charities.
3: I think tickets are a dollar a piece. I usually go in on Saturday morning and throw ten dollars down. I usually go in on Sunday morning and throw ten dollars down. It used to be Seeing Eyes, Guiding Eyes for the Blind. Um, I don't know if it still is. That was their one charity, and then they also had a silent raffle.
2: They have a silent raffle uh, both days as well. I think both days. Maybe it's only Sunday the silent raffle. And those
3: are a little higher end items. No, I think every, it's both days. In case. It's both days. And um, but so either way, um, you know, I've won some good stuff. I won some trinkets. And it, it's I just donate just because, and Great. then i I've thrown literally I throw ten, ten, twenty dollars at it, and you'll hear my name, and everyone will always say, oh, "You won again! You won again! You won again!" <laughs> and it's like, hey, throw some money at it. That's a, that's all I can tell you. Yeah. Um that and I know the girl there too, so she'll fill out all my tickets for me. So oh,
1: you know the girl it. working the the raffle. <laughs> Interesting. It's all yeah. becoming well, no, clear. She doesn't like me, but she'll she'll <laughs> she'll fill out my tickets for me. It's all becoming clear. Yep. Judging
3: in awards. COVID has changed how we present awards. There's no longer a big crowded room ceremony. If you won an award, it will be visible on the form next to your model on Sunday morning at ten. When the contest room opens.
1: Well then I wonder you what can, this You
3: can pick up your trophy or
2: certificate starting at two PM Sunday. So there you go. Huh. Weird. Okay. That's off the website. Maybe you didn't go to the website. No, I printed okay. directly from there. It says awards revealed at three. That's old. It's from, There's tw- also it's a from Two hours ago. By the way, what, okay, whatever. Then what I'm looking at must be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Um,
3: what I'm looking at that matches what the contest chieftain, or whatever he was, said, <laughs> matches what he chieftain. said. Okay. All right. So, I'm going with that.
1: All right. We'll go with that. Uh, my model contest checklist. And when I first started entering the contest, I would just show up with my models and go, And put them down. After a while, I learned that things get damaged on the way. So if you're bringing a model contest, something for the model contest, you're bringing it to enter. Um, bring glue. Bring a little baggie. Bring some glue. Bring super glue. Bring kicker. Bring. I've learned to bring a hot glue gun, one of those little mini ones, because just in case, like if it's a big piece of scenery that fell off, you can get that on with hot glue really quickly. Uh, PVA, which is like Elmer's glue for like scenery stuff. If something fell off, I would bring every kind of glue that you might need. Just bring it. Uh, paint? brush. What? Paint. Bring paint. Oh, that's in there. Hold Sorry, on. You're getting to it. Okay, a... I'm getting there. My, I might have a list. Sorry. I don't join the kind. I don't get into content. brushes. A few different sizes of brushes. Sometimes a nice wash brush. Cause you can hide things with a wash. Sometimes like if something got chipped or scratched, sometimes it's easier to make a wash to hide some of that stuff. So a brush for that. And then also some detail brushes, sanding film, some sandpaper or sanding film to like make sure if something, if you did have to reputty something, bring some putty as well, just in case some AVs, little travel thing, uh, bring some paint black for sure. White. Cause then you could make gray or white, any shade of gray that you need to make to hide a scuff or something, you know, whatever you need to do. And then any of the colors that you kind of use, like the base color or something to fix a scuff or fix a crack that you need to that went with that kit. And if you have uh some sort of electronics, extra batteries, all of that, because you never know what's gonna happen with that stuff. Extra everything. And it really it saved my I think for the one year we did model club contest, my base basically cracked in half. I'd made this tree and the heat in the car caused the tree to break. And I had to hot glue that thing and redo everything and put it back together. And it's you know it's really helpful to have a little travel kit. For the contest, to fix things, mm-hmm. just and there will be people there that yeah, you could be stuff. the lifesaver. So you could ask around. You know, yep. so. if you forget it, but it's I know and Mike also, Wallace brings a little tool, a tackle oh, yeah. box. You would always
3: bring. and if your uh, kit is damaged in transit, make note of that on your form because yep. they'll, you know, for they'll sure. allow for that in the judging. So
1: okay, the next thing I wanted to talk about here, we we'll, we'll kind of round this out. Is it only they only had the the schedule for they didn't have any of the vehicle stuff up yet. It was just the figures when it came to the schedule of like events. So upstairs theater, A, you have the Rondo Awards at four to six, which I'm kind of salty about. We weren't nominated for the Rondo Awards for the best podcast. We should. Upstairs Theater B. Uh 1230 to be determined. It just I'm gonna skip that because there's nothing there. It says to be determined. Uh figure how to demos. This is where we're at. In the Russell Room. My first resin kit, Tom Grossman, 12 to 1. Uh realistic flesh tones made easy. Uh Randy Van Dyke from one to two. Uh model photography enhancement at 2 to 3. And that is with Crazy Joe. Leather yeah, effects From
3: 245 to 3. Crazy Joe will
2: teach you how to drink.
1: <laughs> in the morning yeah. that's am <laughs> uh leather effects from matt Morozik, uh three to four and crazy joe's color lab four to five and that's crazy joe so that's on saturday vehicle how-to demos it just has the iron modeler listed so far in the elliot, elliot room runs till 10 p.m mm. starts at 5:45. how come they never put the model club contest on their official thing we weren't part of them, uh, I'm still salty. I'm salty. Uh, Sunday, uh, Sunday morning dinosaur with Crazy Joe, nine a.m. to ten. Costume and masking, costuming and masking. Ross Waddell. ten to eleven. Kind of want Ross to that.
2: does. By the
3: way, Ross does some great superhero stuff, and so I'm sure that's covered in this costuming and masking.
2: Uh and uh that looks I might go sit in on that one.
1: And I kind of want to do I've it seen too. that.
2: But um yeah, uh
3: Ross is a good guy.
1: Uh facing it from 11 to 12 with uh Anya Chatina, Shatina? I don't know. I'm I'm slaughtering that name. Uh we should then, get her on. We should get her on it. She, she's really good. And then Airbrush Karen feeding from 12 to 1 on Sunday with Tom Grossman. Uh, 3 p.m. What are
3: you feeding your airbrush? Uh, is I, there I, special I airbrush food? I Don't know. <laughs>
1: uh, 3 p.m. Ama- Amazing model contest winners will be revealed. That's what it says here again. Uh, 5 p.m. Wonderfest 2022 ends on Sunday, and then 7:30 p.m. Wonderfest wrap party upstairs theater. Maybe we should
2: do that. You're out of focus again. It's that light. I don't know what's going on with you. Sometimes I got to go way back and then get close.
1: So that's kind of a little mini schedule. Um, As far as guests goes,
2: uh, are you a big guest guy? So it's funny you should ask that. <laughs> the second show I ever went to, well, the first show I ever went to, Ed Big Daddy Roth was there. And I still
3: have regrets because he was selling these like big rat fink things on a stick or whatever. And he'd autograph them. They were 20 bucks. And it's like,
2: yeah, whatever. Cause I was just kind of getting out of collecting strictly Aurora's.
3: So I was just kind of dipping my toes into the garage kit stuff. So Ed, Ed Roth was there. And I think Ed died in the next two years, never made another appearance. So it was like, I'm kind of upset I missed that one. Second year I ever went was Ray Harryhausen. And that was kind of cool. He autographed my program. Remember in the, in the good old yeah, days, I you have used it. to get a little yep. swag bag when you went into wonder fest, have it somewhere with a program and stuff. So I had Ray autograph that and clean a real clean autograph, not a scribbly autograph. I mean, it, it's, it's a nice yeah. autograph. After that,
2: Guests really didn't mean a whole lot to me. Um, there were a few that I always thought they should have, and um, they didn't. Um, but one was Basil GoGo's. Basil GoGo's was always at a Chiller show,
3: always. So uh, Ed Balkley got me a lot of autographed GoGo's art prints. So I was able to finally meet Basil at the one
2: WonderFest he did, and it was just a shame. So that was that was an exciting guest for me. So Um, Yvonne Craig, but for
3: whatever reason I didn't get her autograph. Probably because she charged for it, and it's like I don't think she have a restraining
1: order against you, or no, 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 Chinksy. Oh, yeah, that that,
3: that makes sense.
2: (laughs) That
1: totally makes sense.
3: But um. And, you know, I've told the Ben Chapman story, how I played the uh, pinball machine with him when I met him in Vegas at Robert Tunde's imagination show. And another autograph I kind of wish I would have gotten, but I'm not a big autograph guy. So the yeah, guests either. aren't a lot of fun to me. Uh, I mean, they're OK. You know, I know a lot of them. You know, I've seen them. Uh, Frank I, Dietz I, is going to be there. Frank's been there. And I know Frank a long time. And, uh, you know, I like to bust chops with Frank.
1: We should get Frank on the show.
3: And, uh, wait, oh, yeah, if Frank comes on it.
1: the show, if he's in the string actors guild, do we have to pay them? Oh yeah. That's a good question. Maybe we'd we'll have to sign a waiver. So, <laughs> I mean, the guests are, uh, you know,
3: it, the guests are fun, but it's just not why I go.
1: Yeah. I, and, I think this know, year there's, uh, Kirk Thatcher is going to be there who is a Muppets guy. And I, mm-hmm. I do want to go to that one but I think the rest I'm kind of
2: Greg Nicotero canceled and Greg's
3: really cool, but I've never really approached him other than I got an autograph yeah. for my wife. Cause she watches the show. Um, But yeah, I, the guests just for me are not now, that being said, <clears throat> uh, Rick Sternbach, who is a designer for star Trek, And he painted the uh, ready room enterprise for Uh next generation years ago, and I just bumped into him in an elevator and started talking just for a few seconds, a couple years ago. And a really nice guy. So I don't have anything against the guests.
2: Uh,
3: It's just just, it never
1: fit into my schedule.
2: Like that being said, yeah, Phil and I sitting
3: they sat Ken Kelly and his lady friend at the time, next to us in a booth in the restaurant. And Ken Kelly was an absolute riot. And then, um, and then later that uh, same show was one of the most fun I've ever had at night with Danya and Mike Parks and people I normally didn't hang out with. And Ken Kelly, we had a blast. Ken Kelly was an absolute blast for me. But it wasn't because he was Ken Kelly, it was just because we were having a good time busting yeah. chops.
1: And that's the good thing about Wonderfest, is people tend to mingle, instead of going mm-hmm. hide on their own. So. Horror Hound is kind of like that, too, where the guests are kind of in with everybody. Which is kind of, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a fun fun way to see that people are normal people at that point. And Bob um,
3: Burns um, bought one of my King Kongs. Did he? Yeah.
1: Nice. Is there anything else you want to say about Wonderfest? I, bring cash. I know people, we will. We accept PayPal, I'm sure other people do, but bring cash. The The AATM will run out of money. Um, what else? Anything else, like tip-wise? Again, if you have anything, leave them in the comments. Yes, I do have a tip. Good, go.
2: Open everything you buy there. Check for missing pieces, check for whatever, because... That's the best place
3: to get that issue resolved. Yep. Okay. Um, it, yeah. The best place to get that issue. After resolved. just
1: packing like t- oh, 12 boxes, I can totally see how parts go
2: missing. So, yes, please check your boxes.
1: Um, but it's Louisville. Uh, if you get a chance, if you're staying late, uh, the bourbon trail is cool. I went down to Maker's Mark one time. I went over to Jim Beam, the distilleries. Those are worth going to. There's a ton of stuff like that. The zoo's really cool. Hey. We're seeing a drinking pattern here. Uh-huh. Maker's is great. Maker's is awesome to go visit. It is so cool over there. Um,
2: the Have you been to the baseball bat factory? Yes. Is it worth going to? It's kind of cool if you're a sports fan. Okay. Um, I have, matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now. I have a, one of those little baseball bats yeah.
3: with uh, my name engraved in it. So I had that done, and then they sent it to you. I'll um, oh, send it to you. you so, yeah, There is there. a
1: bunch of little tour stuff. It's on uh, Wonderfest website. Uh, you can go through and check out some of that stuff. But, yeah, if you have anything else for people, leave it in the comments. We'd love to see what other people's ideas are. I, I do are. a
3: few things. For people yeah. coming from the Chicago
2: area, or they have to come through Chicago and Northwest Indiana to get there okay don't plan on coming through there after two o'clock in the afternoon yeah, it's on a weird. friday because it's a nightmare yep
3: so plan yourself an alternate route prior okay there's a lot of because that especially that corridor of i-80 in indiana to i-65 which goes south which takes you almost all the way through
1: which is right where i live <laughs>
3: Is
2: it's horrible. Yeah. So look at the streets. There's alternatives. Indianapolis. Um, and Indianapolis,
3: I think, is still closed. So I think you still have to take the bypass around.
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry. The Indianapolis Avenue, all the way south.
3: Oh, Indianapolis. Well, yes. Uh, was it? 41? Indianapolis Boulevard goes all the way to Route 30, which you can cut over west. You can
1: take Indianapolis Ave- all the way. Yeah, you can take 41 all to, the way to like to 72, and
3: it's it's, 72. it's not. It's like a state road. Once you get there's no south gas on about that road. 15 miles, but <laughs> I found that out. Um. Yes, you can go that way. I mean, so just look at your alternatives to Northwest Indiana
1: because there's it can construction bad. on 57 as well. If you're coming through this way, I found out. But yeah, check your maps.
2: So I, there's ways around. We yep. live in the area, so I, you know, I've
3: hopped off and hopped back on, but check your maps and, and don't be a,
2: you know, just, you know, head south and head west. You'll eventually get back to I-65. So she sure. will. Okay. Emails,
1: corrections, and voicemail, Scott. Ugh. Sorry. That's in case CG Blade left something. <laughs> He did. It's coming up here shortly. Uh, First, any corrections? Did we f- screw anything up last time? I doubt it. No, I doubt it too. All right. Brian Schultz sent an email to me specifically that was uh, awesome, but it was not for the show. And I thank Brian for that amazing email he sent, and I truly appreciate it. Um, but Brian did share some of his sculpture work, so I wanted that to be shown here. Uh, Some cool metal work that I really, really like and some other model kits that he has in here. Uh, Some cars, some uh, Masha Krieger stuff and a tank, but great sculpture and some other stuff he's doing. So thanks, Brian, for watching. I truly appreciate that. And we showed his dog earlier as well. Um, But again, all, all dog pictures now go to Scott Johansson. I will not be sharing any animal pictures sent to me.
2: You're such a baby. me. you screwed the guy i screwed the guy screwed the pooch screwed the guy okay yeah screwed the guy one of our loyal listeners loyal listeners and you jerked him around
1: i jerked him around from jerry frayed hi scott and jason first need to say thank you so much for the wonderful comments from last week's episode i did not expect that at all and i blew it blew my freaking mind I received so many wonderful comments from many people, and because of all that, it just inspires me to keep painting and keep trying to improve every time. Great episode as you are usual. Scott's collection is amazing. I love how neat it is all put away. But I do hope you guys put some wanna, some freaking labels on those bins while you had them open. I think Scott can have his own wonderfest in his basement if he wanted, but he should call it "I Wonder Fest." I wonder what the f is in the bin. All jokes aside. Like me, I bet, I bet lots of people wish we had a collection like that. Again, thank you for everything you guys do, Jerry Freyde. And he sent in more pictures, some Mad Max, some Star Trek, and they'll be in the
2: gallery as well. Thanks, Jerry.
1: Next, Virginia Peters. Hi, Jason, it's Virginia. Just wanted to show you my latest buildup and let Scott know even I can build and paint even though I may not be feeling well. And here she is, the finished Grim Reaper kit. And that will be in the gallery as well. Here we
2: go with the... I can paint. I, jeez. <laughs>
1: and then we have from CG Blade, uh, he took the... Who makes this kit? AMT?
2: Yes, it was AMT. AMT. Gigantix.
1: Uh, the, the Gigantics, the Praying Mantis, and... We're going to play a quick video here that he had sent in that has the lighting kit that he is giving away with his kits at Wonderfest, And he used it to tweak up the base on the praying mantis. So we'll have the gallery pictures here as well, but here's what CG did to the praying mantis.
0: Okay. So basically we took the gigantics uh, praying mantis kit and uh, stuck a couple of, uh, we have three LEDs back there. One's yellow. One is orange. One is red. Those LEDs are made for the Crimson kit and um, they will uh, be in the lava in Crimson. If you were to purchase Crimson, you get free lights with all the kits. They're very easy to put together. I'll show you in a minute. Here it comes. You just run the three wires through, attach them, heat shrink them, and glue the button and the coin battery wherever you want. supposed to last up to 60 hours, depending on use, so. Not sure how long these would actually last, um, so, but, uh, yeah, they, uh, so if you're interested in that, you can pick up a pack of these at, uh, Wonderfest, get them from us, um, we'll be giving them away for free, um, and each one will be labeled with the kit that goes with it, um, so, yeah, it's kind of cool in the dark, this isn't so dark right here inside my light booth, but, um. Yeah, it's uh it's kind of cool. And um, I'm getting ready to explore the Scorpion diorama kit. So that's got a couple of buildings with holes in it also. And um, we'll try some different colored lights. So thanks. And uh, hopefully everybody's good and talk to you later. Bye.
1: Get your lighting kits from CG Blade. From Raymond LeGrant. Hi, Jason and Scott. Nice to see you. We got some completed work this week. Question. When doing figures... How many times have you had to repose the figure not liking or agreeing with the way the sculptor did it? And how do you feel about reposing someone else's work? Is it common? So Scott, how do you feel
2: about it? Do you think it's okay to repose it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Do you, have you done it before? (laughs) That's what I thought. I paid someone to do it. (laughs) um yeah. I, so you know like like i said on that son of frankenstein kit you know i don't care for the head scope
3: so i got an extra head that i that'll
2: appears to be a good scale i'll swap it out okay yeah um yeah so there's some things that i plan on changing
3: i generally don't buy something that i i don't look at it and say Well, I can make that better if I do this or this or this. I generally buy something and it's like, I like the way it is.
1: Right. And I think that's how I look at it. And I know a lot of people are the opposite and they change everything. But Mm. I I tend to say, if I don't like it, I like, that's a lot of work to fix that. And I don't buy it. So I will tend to just buy things that I like. Sometimes maybe I'll change something or customize, but rarely will I do that.
2: That first was it the third model mania video Mm -hmm. where where David repositioned that bat
3: and uh, that horizon bat from the yeah Dracula kit. That was just amazing.
2: Yeah. You know, and, and
3: I don't know that I have that vision. I don't have that vision in my head to do that.
1: Like little things I'll do. Like if, like if you have the option to turn the head a certain way, sometimes Mm -hmm. like that I'll do. To change it, I have only, I think, there's a Lantex, I think it's Lantex, Mugwump, that I did, and I, it was a standing, like, but you, in in Naked Lunch, the movie, you never see that thing really walking, I'm like, I want that, and I kind of want someone to redo it, but I repositioned it to where he, where he was sitting, and I made a bar stool, and he, he's smoking a cigarette, so I made a cigarette, and I had him sitting in his, like, in a, in the bar stool with his legs crossed, instead of standing and walking and i resculpted all that but a lot of times yeah it's a lot of it's too much work for me i ain't got time for that these days <laughs> and i'd rather just paint and be done uh but i know there's people that are the opposite leave us your stories down below this is from tim call you he had sent this a while ago but i didn't read this until i had something to show uh scott didn't look too impressed with my shenanigans so i made some legit new plates for you guys one was called Demon Font, so I figured it would be up your alley, and the other was a comic-type font. Uh, I also made a Casablanca one for Scott as a peace offering. Uh, these plates are yours to so do whatever you like. They are helping me hone some of the blender skills, so I'm enjoying learning the aspect of this. Hope you enjoy them, and thanks to you two for the hours of entertainment you give me. So Tim sent us some files to print out nameplate, and I finally, because I've had my printer running so much, I finally got chance to print some of them this is one um but they turned out awesome and i'm gonna send scott the files so he can do what he wants with them but i think i'm just gonna make a stack of these and have them at our table and if you want one i'm trying to like get it smoother than what it is and i think i know the setting to do that now uh and if you want one just come by and pick one up at the table
2: you
3: filament
1: printing those yeah these are filament printed so they turned out really nice and so thank you tim we really 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 appreciate that i really do and it was Sam, awesome.
3: I'm sorry if I gave you the wrong impression.
1: I just... <laughs> Scott, give someone the wrong impression? Nah.
2: Moody. Uh-oh. Hold on.
1: Something just fell. And then, uh, Kendall Conniff sent these... Oh, wait. Kendall who? Are you gonna show something, Kendall? Yeah, I'm gonna show you something that Kendall sent me, you know, because I be never great. do that, ever. Uh, Kendall sent in these pictures, me. and I think we might have shared them last time a little bit. Um, But he sent these of the finished Stan arts uh, lab equipment. And I thought they were awesome and they needed to be seen again. So, you know, there you go, Kendall. Wow. It's beautiful. And the base, I love the way you did the wood floor. too. So I'll throw these in the gallery again as well at the end. And again, thank you for sending those in. I appreciate it. Scott. This is so much better than people sending me animal pictures.
2: Oh, it sure is.
1: But people sent me foot pictures. That's
3: what I want to see. Some stinking hooves.
1: So here we go. I am going to uh, show you a picture, and then I'm going to give you some names. And you have to decide whose foot that is. Okay?
2: Out of the names you give me.
1: Out of the names I give you. Here is picture
2: one. is it also includes an animal picture a couple of these do actually uh you have a choice between trevor mark worthling or laura stan or chuck a whose feet do those belong to <laughs> You're really taking this seriously. Those are Chucks.
1: Those are Chuck's feet. How do you know that? Oh, those are Chuck's feet. How did you know well, those were Chuck's feet? How did you deduce Since you seem okay. to be a foot expert? Okay.
2: Well,
3: because I've known Trevor a long time. So I All think right. Trevor's got some gnarly ass feet.
2: Okay. Um who was the second person you gave me? Uh Worthling. Worthling. See, Wordling sent me
3: pictures of his animals, and I didn't have a cat in there, so he kind of- Ah, okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, if those were Laura Stan's feet, uh-uh. Laura, <laughs> I love you, but no. So, uh, yeah. Well, all right. So that's how I deduced- Then I, I kind of can see some hair in the legs, and I don't think there's a single woman out there that would- well, uh, That's not true.
1: Have you seen the protesters recently? Well, that's a different story. They're not watching this show. That's true. Okay, next picture. It's kind of a trick question. Guess who sent this in?
2: I would say Trevor sent
3: it. Trevor,
1: Trevor in. did send that in.
2: <laughs> you want
3: s- to explain was, this uh, picture to everyone? Yeah, so one year...
1: This is a Wonderfest story.
3: Uh, Ed Baugle used to make fun of his wife's feet. <laughs> he used to say they were so ugly that the carpet would run away from it. <laughs> and... So, one year, we were at the restaurant, and she put, him, put it up in my lap, and I grabbed her by the ankles, I slathered them in butter. Um, so, anyway, um, Ed, <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm a maniac.
2: So, Ed did one of those plaster castings of his wife's foot, and had Steve paint it, and, and you can kind of see it on here. It, it looks like a real foot.
3: Okay. And we had so much fun with it, uh, the one year. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Thad had a bunch of pictures of it, and it was like we were all worshiping it. We had a picture of it
2: the foot by was that everywhere.
3: statue that used to be there. We had it in the bathroom, we had it holding a cigarette. We had Bill Stout looking at it, talking about one of the guests going, If that was my foot, I'd cut it off too. <laughs> um, I'll never forget Mike Parks looking at it going like what the hell is this? So
2: the foot became uh yeah the foot the, the f- foot, foot became quite legendary. Is that you holding it? Yes. Yeah, that's what I know. That is me holding that it. That is young Scott. Next picture. Do I get choices again? You get choices. Brian Clark. Brian Schultz or Laura Stan. This is something gross enough. It had to be Clark.
1: Okay. This has got to be Clark. That is a Laura Stan foot.
2: Uh, That would have been my second guess. (laughs) Okay.
1: All right. I I don't Uh even, I've heard stories of people putting peanut butter on themselves for dogs. I have a feeling I hope this isn't where that was going, but
3: No, you leave Laura alone. She's okay. the favorite. Um, right. but Laura.
1: <laughs> Scott Scott's just throwing up in his mouth a little bit. I could... <laughs> I... All right. Couple more to go. The, and the, the dog's next... looking
3: at like it's perfectly normal. Like, hey, yeah, this what dogs That goes
1: on a lot in that house, I think. That's
2: well, what do you think they went? What do you mean that goes out a lot in
3: that house? What I mean,
1: like dogs. Yeah, like if that's normal. Like I wouldn't want a dog lick in my feet, though. You eat out of the garbage. Yeah, but I wouldn't want a dog lick in my foot. Well, nice to know you have a line. I do have a line. <laughs> okay. Well, Who's like? Was it a cat? Someone's cat or dog we used to lick my head. I think because of the salt from the sweat. Okay. I mean, all right. These what speakers? are my choices here? Your che- your choices are. Uh, Brian Schultz
2: or Mark Worthling? I'm going to go with Worthling here. Those are Worthling.
1: He's (laughs) asked me how I I knew it was Worthling. How'd you know it was Worthling?
2: Because there's
3: Styrofoam popcorn in a bag behind (laughs) it. And he sells kits. So guess what? There you go. So I deduced yeah. it was worthless.
1: You're like Sherlock Johansson. Yeah, that's right. Because I really don't want to talk about your nasty feet. Oh, we got one more here. Uh, yeah, we have two more. And these both, they kind of cheated. We have some shoes. Thank I'm gonna, God. I, I'm going to tell you <laughs> this one is. This is Brian Schultz. He sent in his snow. <laughs> Thanks, help. Brian. Yeah, Thanks, I, Brian. I thought you would appreciate this
2: one. I appreciate that you covered those things up.
1: And this okay. one. It's a name, this
2: gotta be Clark.
1: Only he would have
3: something stupid on his socks that say dry fit. Okay, I
1: think I have the same sock.
3: I, you probably do. You two freak is always. i bet they're like, is, if, and look at it What is 1970s fucking if, pattern. And here's what I think you. they are. I bet they're okay. ankle
1: socks for shorts, those are the ones I think I wear. And you can kind of see his split through the sock if you look, closely,
3: and okay, Scott. and and you can. And so, this is how I knew this was Clark before you even admitted it to me, okay? because. Look at the line for the big toe. Okay, now look where that big toe ends. This is an ape paw. Okay, this is not a foot. This is a thumb. That's a thumb. That is an ape foot. Okay, all the
1: that's all the foot pictures we have, Scott.
3: Thank the Lord. That's all. All Right, we're never doing
1: that again. Um, thank God.
3: That's the show. What's your ass pictures? I'll tell you what. Let Jason guess who your ass, whose ass it is. Okay. Now, okay. And if anybody sends a picture
2: of their dog licking their ass, you're disqualified forever.
3: We're not getting ass pictures.
1: I'm not putting those on. (laughs) We're not. not. No, I've seen this hobby. I I do not. I will not. I will not accept those. It was a joke. Yeah, I have not seen the no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. All right, we're done. We learned anything, Scott?
3: Yeah, we don't want to see ass pictures. Yeah, that's thing. what we learned right we're, there. <laughs> that's we're exactly the right.
1: again. All right. Uh, we'll see everybody right before Wonderfest. Have a good couple of weeks. Wait, hey, wait. Some. You know what? Right, wait, wait, whoa, whoa whoa. whoa. whoa.
3: What? Hey, anyone last week that's interested in those super deforms that Jamie's going to have at our table? Oh. Jamie is not going to get in till after early birds. So they might not be at our table till like, eleven or twelve o'clock. So if you're after those,
2: come visit us, but we might not have them early on. So all right. Good. All right, everybody. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Couple weeks.